Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Tenzi Taylor, who is Associate Director at the USC Black Alumni Association. Hi, Tenzi. Lovely to meet you. Hi, lovely to meet you, too. And thank you for the opportunity to talk to you today. So let's start off with a quick introduction. I guess the looming question is, how did you do it and why should I care? (laughs) How did I do it and why should I care? I come from a small city in North Carolina called Lewisburg, but I had parents who instilled in me to always dream big. And so I wanted to be in California at the young age of 14 years old. And so at 25, I moved to Los Angeles, no family, no friends, just my faith. And I knew I could make it work. And I pursued my master's degree at the University of Southern California, graduated in 2014 and have been working for the Black Alumni Association ever since. So this is just a brief trajectory of how I got to where I am. And just I always encourage people to follow your dreams, work hard, believe in yourself and surround yourself with people who believe in you. Awesome. So I guess. The next question that leads on from that is what inspired you to sort of join this industry? What inspired me to join this industry is I come from parents who were educators. So my dad taught for 48 years English, African-American literature and French on the high school and collegiate level. And then my mother, she taught for 38 years as a librarian also on the high school and collegiate level. So growing up, I saw the importance of education and the impactful role that teachers had. And I knew I didn't wanna go in the K-12 system, but I knew I wanted to work with students. And so I love working on the university level, helping students realize their potential, helping them get internships, co-ops, study abroad opportunities, helping them finance college, writing letters of recommendation for them. So just knowing that showing them the way as well as providing resources for them and being a woman of color, a black woman, I realized the disparities and inequities that exist. And so I do my part and the power and privilege that I have to bring people to the table. So opportunities that students might not have the chance to be a part of, I invite them to. So one such story is one of my students, she just graduated from USC last Friday with her Juris Doctor degree, but she had written her um, kind of thesis on Beyonce. And I'm really good friends with Beyonce's mom, Miss Tina, and we were honoring her at a gala. And I told this student, bring your thesis because I'm gonna make sure that Miss Tina gets it. And she got a chance to meet Miss Tina. Miss Tina gave a thesis to Beyonce. So those are the type of opportunities I think happen for my students. That's really amazing. And you mentioned that you'd like to share resources with your students, but I guess for you, what were the best resources that helped you in your career? The best resources that helped me in my career are just people who really had a desire to help me reach my goals. So whether that was a study abroad trip, donating to my fund, whether that was opening up scholarship opportunities for me, or whether that was just learning how to treat everybody with dignity and respect. These are life lessons that have been instilled in me that I impart into the next generation. And so to whom much is given, much is required. And many people gave their time, talent, and treasure to assist in my holistic development. And I do the same in each young person that I have the privilege of meeting. That's so lovely. And I guess also when you started out in this industry, were there any lessons that you wish you would have learned before starting? 
lessons I wish I had learned is um, just continue to have a tough skin um, as an educator, as someone who is going to help students. Maybe every student doesn't want to be helped. And there have been times when students didn't appreciate me trying to share wisdom with them. And that's OK. So you can't take it personally. You just have to focus on those who do value the time and attention that you give to them and just always be kind and gracious because you never know what battle someone is fighting. And so this is just something that I instill in my students every day. It's just a kind word, a hello, a how are you doing? So just know that everybody's not going to have the same heart as you. So I have a big heart. I wanna help everybody because I truly believe that we all can succeed with the right guidance. But everybody isn't like that. Sometimes people are in this profession just to gloat, sometimes maybe for the money, depending on their position, but they might not always have the big heart. But don't let that discourage you from doing what is right and having a big heart and helping other people as you possibly can. That's so lovely. And following on from that, I guess in your career, has there been any really big failure or what would you say your biggest failure was and what did you learn from it? I would have to say one of my biggest failures, and I don't even want to consider it a failure. I say failure as a learning opportunity mm-hmm. is to listen. And so um, I've been in higher education for 15 years and there have been people who guided me and mentored me and told me certain things that I should and should not do. And so um, there were times when I didn't listen. And so as my mom says, if you don't listen, you will feel and I did feel when I when I uh, didn't succeed at something. And so, but for the most part, I can honestly say I haven't had that many kind of quote failures because everything I take as a learning opportunity. So sometimes you win and then sometimes you learn. And so whatever you don't win, you take that opportunity to learn from your mistakes and to make it better and to improve upon and to educate the next generation so that they can make sure Uh, that they don't make the same mistakes. One story I will share is when I was an intern back in North Carolina, I worked for this company and Research Triangle Park. And I had this outfit on that really wasn't work appropriate. And so Mm -hmm. one of the mentors at the time, she pulled me aside and said, Tensi, what are you wearing? Like, you know, you need to make sure you're professional. You're a woman of color. People are already going to look at you harsher. So make sure you are on point. And I really appreciated her giving me that feedback. And instead of me getting upset at what she had to say, I took her uh, criticism constructively and made sure that I always presented myself and dressed professionally in the workplace. And so I just want to share to other people that if somebody cares enough about you, that sees something in you where you're not maybe dressing the right way or you're not conducting yourself accordingly, Please listen. Don't get upset. Don't take offense to it because that person genuinely cares about you and wants you to succeed in life. Mm, Very, very important message. And I'm glad you had a mentor at the beginning of your career to sort of guide you through the do's and the don'ts, I guess. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So what would you give as advice to somebody who wanted to pursue a career in higher education? The advice that I would give is to definitely get your degree. So a bachelor's is not only what you need, but a master's. And if you want to continue upward, maybe be a dean or vice president or president of a university one day, you will have to get your doctorate degree. Absorb and learn as much information as you possibly can, not just inside the classroom, but outside the classroom. 
So participate in internships, externships, work at different cultural centers to see what it is you wish to do and what it is you don't wish to do. Because most of the learning uh, that I had in my curriculum, it was very helpful, but I learned more outside by talking to professors, shadowing administrators, doing informational interviews, learning about the day-to-day responsibilities, I didn't necessarily get that in my classes. So what I learned outside as well as inside the classroom was definitely a great balance. Network, network, network. I cannot stress this enough. And oftentimes it's not only who you know, but who knows you. So make sure that you stand out well enough so that when an opportunity arises or you graduate and you're looking for a job that your professor can recommend you. Every opportunity, job opportunity I have been afforded is because of a personal recommendation. They saw my work ethic as a student. They saw how diligent and assiduously I worked as a college student. And so they knew I would make a great higher education professional. And keep in contact with your network. Oftentimes people will just contact me when they need something. Hey, Miss Tensi, I need a letter of recommendation or can you put in a good word for me? And I haven't heard from them in years. Don't be that type of person. Keep in contact during the holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, if they published an article, hey, congratulations on your recent publication. Stay in constant contact with them because that person is going to be more willing to help you as you continue to build a rapport. So these are just some nuggets that I would share for those who are interested in the higher education field. Awesome. And finally, about the higher education field, what is one common myth that you would like to debunk now you have the stage as yours? That's a good question. Um, One common myth that I would like to debunk about the higher education field, um, sometimes people call it boring and monotonous, and it's not that at all. I can honestly say that every day I go to work, no day is the same. So before COVID, when I was in the office, I would be meeting with administrators. I would be meeting with donors, students, celebrities, trying to get them involved with our organization. So you kind of get out of what you put into something. So if you just stay in your office all day, if you don't really connect with the students, if you seem kind of distant, yeah, then maybe it might be monotonous to you. But if you really come full force and share the knowledge and the enthusiasm and just the, the, the opportunities that are out there, then it really is fun. And um, I have been in, as I mentioned earlier, in this profession for 15 years. I love it. And because I'm young and have such a vivacious personality, I'm able to relate to many of my students and give them those nuggets of wisdom and, and cry with them and rejoice with them and just help them reach their goals. That gives me the greatest pleasure when a student sends me an email, hey, Miss Tensi, I got accepted into the film school, or thank you for that letter of recommendation. I start my job at Netflix next week. Like these are things that bring me such joy to know that I just had a small impact in bettering a student's life and letting him or her know that the dreams are attainable. Oh, that's so lovely. And more about you, because you seem like such an interesting person, but what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Um, one of the things that I have read and listened to recently is, um, my dad is in my spirit with me right now and I, he, he passed away two weeks ago 
I'm and sorry as I mentioned to earlier, oh, thank you so much. As I mentioned earlier, he was an educator 48 years, and he's part of the reason why I got into education. And so just reading some of the letters that he wrote me uh, when I was at college, from freshman year to senior year, he wrote me a letter a week on his typewriter. And so I have thousands of letters from dad saying, keep the faith, different sayings that the bird that flies highest sees farthest, um, keep up the perspicacity. Like he always had these big words that he would share for me. And so I know that he will always be with me. And for the past two weeks, I was you know, with him in the hospital before he passed and just reading over the letters and just being thankful and grateful that I had such a great dad. And I came across this letter he wrote me in 2004. And he said, my, my daughter, you're going to be a great writer one day. And I feel you're going to write a best-selling book. And in 2016, I wrote an Amazon best-selling book, my memoir, Bullied from Terror to Triumph, my survival story, talking about how I was bullied for 13 years and overcame that negativity. So the fact that dad saw that in me before I even saw it in myself, has just brought me so much peace and comfort. And just reading those letters has just really helped me in this kind of sad time. So I just wanna thank dad for his guidance and all the allegiance that he taught me because the sky is the limit. I'm, I'm flying high, I'm soaring, and I'm going to continue to honor his legacy each and every day. That's so beautiful. And following on from that, you mentioned that your dad was such a poignant figure in your life, but who are three people who have been the most influential to you? Three people who have been the most influential would be, one would be my mother, uh, just a strong, strong woman, came from humble beginnings, very poor, went on to go to college, do great things, uh, just has a beautiful spirit. The second person would be my brother, uh, Jamon Taylor. He is the reason why I am in California. So when I was 14 years old, he was a student at Stanford University and I visited him and we took a trip to Los Angeles. And I said, one day I'm going to get here. And sure enough, I did. So just his teachings, his mannerisms really helped mold and shape me into the woman I am today. And the third person I would have to say is very influential to me is, um, just my pastor, my pastor here in Los Angeles, Reverend Vanessa McKenzie. Uh, she always preaches the gospel, has an encouraging word, uh, letting us know it's okay to be human. You know, Jesus wasn't perfect, so neither should we try to be. But as long as we do the good work and 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 walk by faith and everything, then and everything will be okay. So uh, those three are the people who have been most influential in my life. Amazing. And finally, to round off our conversation. Is there any advice that you would give to yourself at any point in your life? One of the advice I would give to myself, and I tell this to the young people that I speak to, is to know your worth. And so I mentioned earlier about my book of being bullied. I was bullied very heavily uh, for my appearance. People made fun of me, called me very hideous and mean names. But I just wish that I had realized my worth and how special I was and that those people who bullied me were just jealous uh, of what I did. So when I go around the, the country and the world speaking to people, I tell young people to write affirmations every day. I am pretty. I am intelligent. I am a go-getter. I can accomplish any and everything I set my mind to. Because the younger you are to start to say those affirmations and believe them, the better it is for when you get older and people try to discourage you or be mean to you or discredit you, you won't listen to them because you know what's true in your heart. 
And so at 33, I finally have gotten the opportunity to, to know my worth. And if people say anything negatively about me, it doesn't faze me. I laugh and I wish them well. But those are just some of the, the things that I try to instill in young people because self-esteem and self-worth is so important. And even though I was loved on so much at home by mom and dad, at school, I was vilified and nullified by my classmates. And so that took a toll on my self-esteem. So just know how brilliant you are, how handsome you are, how beautiful you are, how smart you are, and never let anybody make you feel less than. Oh, what a beautiful message to end on. Thank you so much, Tansy, for taking the time to speak with me today. It was lovely to hear your story and also to hear more about what you do. Thank you so much. And I wish you all the best in everything you do. Thank you. Bye. Bye.